let's get into the superhero square goal. And I'm I've I've worked on this, dude. Have a look at this. Have a look at the stream. Boom. Hold on, there's a little bit of a delay on my end. Dude, that's sick. I've upgraded a little bit from our previous ones that we're doing. And hey, it looks pretty I, I sweet. Wanna, I wanna pause real quick. I wanna pause real quick. Hmm. And I want everyone on the stream to just just sit here and just realize how much like we've both of us have put a lot into the stream but i want to specifically call out cross for this cross has three kids one of whom is autistic and he put just a crap ton of time into this uh, 12 hour stream to make this possible so i want everybody to give cross a virtual round of applause Dude, I love you. You're awesome. I really appreciate everything you did for today, man. It would not have happened if it were not for Cross. Just FYI. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. I really do. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for that, man. I just wanted us to go off today and go well. Yeah, man. All right. Y'all ready for some fights? Let's do this, man. Let's do it. All right, let me get my notes and stuff together as well that I've taken on this. So our first fight, as you can see, this is one of the fights that was put forward by um, Ads, one of our winners for tonight, and it is Blade versus Hellboy. So this is an interesting fight, because we kind of talked about this before we even did research. I'm, I apologize, by the way, I'm going to be eating my lunch while we're doing this, because my wife That's dropped right. it off. So. Here, you eat, and I'll explain how I approach Square Goes. Go for it. So the way that I approach them is I will lay out the main abilities of the person. Right, the main. What are the main abilities of said hero or villain, anti-hero, whatever? And then I'll go through and research what are the the biggest feats that they've done as said hero, anti-hero, villain, etc. And then and then that's we come on here and we kind of talk through like who have they beaten in the past, all that stuff. Um. So that's what I want to do with Blade versus Hellboy. Okay. So let me start off. I'll start off with Blade. Um, so those of you who know, Blade was... I don't know like what he was before he got bit by a vampire, but he basically is half vampire, half human. But he's got, he's got superhuman stamina, superhuman strength, superhuman durability. He's wicked sweet with an adamantium sword, which it is an adamantium sword. Um, he's a very skilled martial artist. He has heightened senses as half vampire. And he has a healing factor. Now that can vary based off of who writes him, but he does have a healing factor and he can heal himself. Um, oh yeah, he was. that's right, that's right. He was born half vampire because his mom was bit. That's right, that's right. My bad. Um, now Hellboy, on the other hand, is half demon. So he has, that comes with superhuman strength, speed, reflexes, agility, durability, endurance, stamina. He has enhanced sight. He also has a healing factor, accelerated healing. He can also transform. So he becomes, he has a prince of hell state and he can make himself bigger. He can transform. He can size shift. He can manipulate fire. He's immune to fire. Um, and he's, he's also a master combatant. He's hand to hand, very skilled hand to hand. He has the right hand of doom and he's pretty much invulnerable to an extent. Now, based off of my research, I think strength-wise, 
I think Hellboy edges it out a bit. Not by much, though. Because from what I was understanding, what I was reading and researching, Blade is freaking strong as a beast. And he's fast. Yeah, it's like, from the research that I kind of did on it as well, like, Blade actually had, it was interesting looking at his past, because Blade has actually got two moments where he was kind of transformed. Um, His initial, um, he's initially called, was it a Dampire? D-H-A-M-P-I-R-S, which is a child of a human and a vampire. Because um, kind of what the movies kept in place, Deacon Frost bit his mother while he was in the womb. Um, so while he was still attached to her, he ended up getting a lot of that genetic coding onto them. Um, he ends up actually getting most of the abilities that he's known for actually come from when he fought alongside Spider-Man against Morbius the living vampire and it was actually his form of vampirism when he bit him that gave him all, all the stuff that made him the daywalker yeah the all of the strength none of the weaknesses stuff that we know um so he's not actually like had that all his life he's not had that for as long as people actually realize he's had it for a lengthy time but not as long as he's been around mm-hmm. um some of his abilities include the ability to smell supernatural creatures prolonged lifespan and levels of immunity he does have a sensitivity to bright lights which was something mm-hmm. um, was an expert in knives and daggers from a young age um, taught how to hunt vampires from uh, Jamal Lafari, another vampire hunter uh, phenomenal healing factor um, invulnerability and resistant to psychic and physical attacks depending on how strong they are mm-hmm. um, has a phenomenal healing and vision better than a regular vampire actually can hypnotize and influence opponents incredibly intelligent um, with regards to supernatural phenomenon so dealing with something like Hellboy is in his wheelhouse Master, master martial artist, highly skilled marksman, and can lift up to 10 tons and jump hundreds of feet. Mm. He has a ton of stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Hellboy, on the other hand, real name Anung Unrama, a child of a demon who's a, ju- a duke in hell and a witch mother, um, destined to be the bringer of the apocalypse. Right hand of doom was given to him by his father in hell. Uh, ended up coming to Earth, and now when he was summoned, literally, if you've seen the first Hellboy movie, it pretty much plays out like that in the story. Mm-hmm. Um, raised by a human, Professor Broom, best agent in the BPRD, who hunts supernatural creatures, and um, has been doing that for about sixty odd years. So he's got decades of experience of hunting and fighting supernatural entities, beings, creatures, demons, and gods. Super strength can throw up to 500 pounds. Incredible durability and a healing factor on a level of Wolverine. Uh, can comprehend ancient mystical languages. Has a plethora of weapons and technology and stuff provided by the BPRD. His most well known one is his Good Samaritan handgun. Uh, right Hand of Doom can pretty much destroy anything and can also call and control other demons. I've got to say, for this first fight out of the battle, this looks like it'd be a fairly even fight. Yeah. I think they'd be, be able to brawl with each other. I think. Um, although I think strength-wise, they're pretty. They're pretty even. I mean, they're fairly even. I think. I think this is going to come down to 
a brawl. Mm-hmm. I think Blade definitely has the better technique, the better uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The better like strategist mm-hmm. of the two. Hellboy's more of a jump in and deal with it as it happens. Agreed. Um, the downfall I see for Blade in this fight I think is the fact of like everything he's done and learned has been specifically led towards vampirism and vampires. Yeah. He has not dealt with other supernatural stuff on the scale that Hellboy has. Hellboy has literally gone toe-to-toe with demons and gods and yeah. varieties of stuff, vampires included, over his 60-odd years of being this. And has learned how to counteract these things. It's like he knows what he would need to use against someone like Blade. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I think, like, given that they are very similar strength-wise um, and fighting-wise, not maybe not style-wise, I, I definitely I would give the edge, in my opinion, to Hellboy. I think, like, vulnerability-wise, he's pretty much immortal. Like, yeah. he obviously can die. He can die, but, like you know it takes yeah like he's been sent to hell obviously but i don't see blade winning this no (laughs) throw it up in chat who do you think would win then out of the stuff we've said do you think hellboy would clinch this or do you think blade would clinch it in a fight but i i do agree with you cross though i i i think that this would be a brawl a hardcore brawl i don't think it would be over fast no Um, i think this one would last a while both are massively superpowered beings yeah my personal thing for it, I think, would be that Hellboy would win. Yeah. I think just his experience would possibly edge it out. But in saying that, Hellboy doesn't always rely on that experience. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't have a man in his ears, he can also be very, like I said, gung-ho and jump in. It is possible that Blade would out-strategize him. My personal pick would be Hellboy. I think Hellboy would... Yeah would clinch this just from the experience of the things that he's fought compared to Blade. Locke's got uh, Blade. Uh, oh, thanks, Blade. Blade. I can absolutely, I could absolutely see that. And that's the thing with this. I could absolutely see that this would be a really close fight. Like, you could literally I mean, put them um, uh, a oh, lot I'm more sorry. tactical and faster, in my reasoning. Absolutely, yeah. Locke. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the one, one of the big things that Blade's got going for him, you know, with this fighting is this Blade. Like, his Blade can destroy stuff. But, you know, I, I would say not being in the same universe i would i would i think it'd be safe to say that hellboy is invulnerable to adamantium like if we can assume that i think think that's a big assumption i think if i think if you take the adamantium i don't know if hellboy would be invincible to it but you've got to factor in the right hand of doom that's true the right hand of doom is pretty much indestructible and can destroy pretty much anything there is a possibility the right hand of doom could destroy an adamantium blade Mm mm-hmm Uh, Smalls is saying that she thinks Hellboy basically the reasons you've stated I think endurance durability will give him enough of an edge DKA saying I think Hellboy would win Liz Blade can swiftly cut him up with his blade yeah I think that's the thing I think the longer the fight goes on I think the more it's in Hellboy's favour Agreed Because I think the strategy would be up front facing Hellboy and I think the more the fight goes on the more the strategy is going to disappear and it's going to become a slugfest and I think if, if it gets into a slugfest with Hellboy Blade's not going to win that. Yeah, and I think uh, I think Hellboy's fast, but Blade is like mm. almost supersonic fast. 
like he can move almost at this not at the speed of light that's that's a little aggressive but oh yeah but speed uh, and agility is definitely in blades corner he's definitely yeah. the faster the quicker and more agile of the two yeah but yeah i'm gonna give it to i'm gonna give it to hellboy man like i said like you said rather uh it's gonna, definitely gonna be a brawl but uh i think yeah. in and the I, end i think hellboy's got it I'd say as well. I'd say that you could battle for days, but in the end, Hellboy would win. I think that's it. I think the battle would go on a while. Don't get me wrong, Blade will hold his own in this fight. But I think that's also his downfall of, like, it's going to last a while. He won't be able to take out Hellboy quick, and if he can't do that, I think Hellboy will cinch it. Yeah. So, we got to give the win to Hellboy in this one. Yep, I agree. So, I think most of us are all agreed. Blade versus Hellboy, I think Hellboy inches out. Yeah. Although a very intriguing fight, I'd definitely be interested in seeing that. That would be really cool if somebody illustrated that. <laughs> really cool fight, be really good done as, really good choice. Yeah, that was really well thought out. Alright, our next fight is another one picked by the Comic Clan. This was actually from Caleb over at Mountain Nerds Pod. Go and check them out, he was one of the guys playing Sea of Thieves with us. And he picked the Human Torch versus Firestorm, so a Marvel v DC fight. Okay. Alright. Do you want to kick us off again with this one while I try and eat one of my sandwich? Sure. Um, I don't know a ton about Firestorm uh, or Human Torch because they're not at the top of my my jams as far as comic characters. But I did write down some abilities again and some feats that I think both of them have done. So Human Torch, obviously a member of the Fantastic Four. They got their powers uh, in a space accident. They got hit with some, I don't know what they would call them. I think they call them something different, but gamma, not gamma rays. Cosmic rays. That's it. That's, That's literally it. what they call them, cosmic rays. That's how much we get. Yeah, Yeah. so fire versus fire. So you got the Human Torch, part of the Fantastic Four. They got hit with cosmic rays. And now the Human Torch uh, has pyrogenesis, which means he has control over fire. He can turn himself, light himself on fire. Um, and he can keep that based off of what I've researched for 12 hours straight. And he's resistant to cold. He can fly. He's resistant to fire and heat, uh, and he has superhuman durability when he's in flame form. When he is not in flame form, he is a regular dude. That's super important. Um, now, as far as feats go, he has set a planet on fire. Um, he went supernova to save the world. He's gone supernova before. He beat She-Hulk. He was able to pull mo all the moisture from her body and beat her. Um, and he almost ruptured the multiverse with his heat level. Um, so at his extreme, he is incredibly powerful. Um, that being said, let's move over to Firestorm for a bit. So Firestorm also, uh, I don't recall how he got his powers crossed. Do you remember how he, how he got his powers? Or was he born with them? Uh, he wasn't born with them. It was actually uh, an accident that took place, and it's actually merged him, um, along with uh, someone else. Let me pull up my notes. I want to get the right, right. I want to get the exact thing that happened. Um, yeah, it was a nuclear. Exp uh, it was like something at the nuclear plant. It was an explosion that took place. It merged uh, Ronnie Raymond with the Martin Stein. So it ended up being Martin Stein's bot, uh, brain in the background of Ronnie being in charge. That's right. All right, so for, for Firestorm, his abilities are, are rather long. Um, so superhuman strength, endurance, speed, durability, senses, self-sustenance, which means he doesn't really need to eat or sleep. 
or drink. Uh, nuclear pyrokinesis, which means he can control fire and he can become nuclear basically anytime he wants. Flight, transmutation, total conversion. Um, he's a genius, genius level intellect. He can form things out of nothing, matter and em en energy manipulation, um, clairvoyance and regeneration. So pretty much any ability, he has it. Um, he can fly at supersonic speed. He can change bullets into flowers. He once encapsulated Superman in a kryptonite cage that he made out of thin air. He can turn air into steel. He can change his density and phase through objects. He survived nuclear explosions and meltdowns. And he's turned an entire crowd of people into glass. So, very, very powerful um, person in the DC universe. <clears throat> Um, uh, yeah look i think it was definitely a neat take on it as well um in the cw's version of it but yeah these two is like don't get me wrong these are definitely this isn't one of these things of like fire versus fire it's like i think honestly firestorm's got so much more going don't get me wrong human torch is powerful you know like we said he got his power from the cosmic rays can becomes completely engulfed in flames his flight pyrokinesis up to the level of nova flame and his Nova Flame Blast is equal to a nuclear blast. Mm -hmm. uh, resistance to fire and heat, obviously, increased durability. He's taken punches from some of Marvel's biggest powerhouses. Uh, can stand energy level of an atomic blast with his fire shield. Able to take out a substantial chunk of the Annihilation Wave. Um, if you know about them in the Annihilation arc in uh, Marvel's like, spacefaring crew a few years ago. He took out about half of them on his own. It has the ability to engulf an entire planet in flames. Mm -hmm. Can withdraw moisture from an opponent's body. Mm -hmm. Can absorb heat with unknown scale. So we can, we've never seen the scale of how much he can take. And has the ability to destroy oxygen molecules and burn them up on an unknown level. So like he can literally set oxygen mo molecules on fire. Um, which sounds phenomenal. Like I mean, that's, he's never been used in that way, but Johnny Storm... Is literally like a is a like an omega level threat. He's a yeah. planetary threat, but Firestorm is like can fly faster than the speed of sound. Shoots fusion blasts from his hands. Can yeah. phase through solid objects. Energy manipulation can absorb and release energy as a nuclear explosion. Super strength, durability, stamina, healing factor, resistance to injury. Chemical absorption, fire control, rearrange the atomic and subatomic structure of inorganic matter. Only able to create things that the driver understands the inner workings of is the downfall that came up. At the same time, though, Martin Stein is one of the minds in there, like an award winning physicist. So, like, as long as he can understand the molecular structure of something, Ronnie can use the powers to, like, change the atomic and subatomic structure of it, which is quite a lot and um, he closed a black hole and closed a rift in the multiverse and it's theorized that he has no upper limit to his power that he holds all the power that was present at the big bang could set off a big enough explosion to destroy everything in the universe except for himself and set off a new big bang we've never seen anything on that level obviously but that's the theory of like how powerful Firestorm could be. Mm -hmm. 
end of the day, I don't think it's even a discussion. As powerful as yeah. Johnny Storm is, like Firestorm is, he's an underrated character in DC. I really like Firestorm. I think he's a really underrated character in DC. But like his power level is just ridiculous. It's insane. Yeah, in my opinion, this is over in about three seconds. <laughs> yeah, anything I mean, Johnny Storm throws at him, he can just absorb and. I mean, just his ability to transmute matter out of like and change matter out of anything like or make something out of nothing uh i don't know like i i feel yeah. like he could use that in so many different ways to just immediately squelch the human torch yeah and dk is saying as well johnny storm's very used to working on a team he's always been a kind of major part of the fantastic mm -hmm. four or some other team and um, also known for his hot-headedness and that's probably yeah. going to get him in trouble against someone like firestorm Whereas, like, as Human Torch is going into this fight alone, Firestorm isn't because it's two minds in one. So you've got Ronnie controlling things with Martin Stein's mind. Yeah, Johnny Storm, Human Torch. Isaac. Yeah, we're talking Johnny Storm, Human Torch, Isaac. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, we're talking Johnny Storm one, not the, the original one. Although I did think about that. That'd be an interesting fight, the original Human Torch, and seeing what his ability is. Because it's not a character I've looked into a lot. Like the original one from like when Marvel first started, like before Fantastic Four was ever created. But yeah, so I think second fight has to go to Firestorm. Yeah, I would agree 100%. Our third fight, another one picked by the comic clan by our very own Locksteady, Howard Duxon, the Sorcerer Supreme of Earth 80118, against the Scarlet Pooch of Earth 8311. Alright, so I think we should set the stage here. Um, yeah. So, there's not a lot of information on Howard Ducks. There is, Scarlet, there is nothing on these characters. And by, yeah, by not a lot of information, I mean absolutely no information on them. So, we are going to go on the assumption that these characters have the exact same abilities as Doctor Strange... Um, I think it's to say, safe to say 616 version and Scarlet Witch 616. Let's just go with those easy ones. Um, so again, just going on the basis that these characters have those have had those powers. There is no info on Scarlet Pooch, and I could figure out at the very least that the Earth that she's from is the same Earth of um, Spider Ham from Into the Spider Verse, and is it's the same Earth as him. But Howard Duxon. Literally, the fact that he's Howard the Duck and the Sorcerer Supreme of that Earth, and he's called Strange Duck, is literally all there is in him. I literally looked up his Earth in the Marvel Wiki, and there is no other information on it. <laughs> I couldn't even tell you if that Earth is the same. So I'm going off the basis of that Earth. It's the same as 616. It's just that Howard is the yeah. Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Because I literally have no other info. There <coughs> There's nothing to go on. So power-wise, it's pretty much um, Doctor Strange versus Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Just you're getting to see a cat and a dog. Uh, cat and a dog? A duck and a dog. <laughs> a cat and a dog. <laughs> Shut up, um, Cross. All right, so Cross is way more well, well, way more versed in comics than I am, and I'll, I'll try to lay out the abilities that we that we know of, of Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch. So let's start off with Doctor Strange. So obviously Doctor Strange is a genius-level genius intelligence. Uh, he's capable of flight, astral projection. He is the Sorcerer Supreme, so he's the master of all sorts of uh, dark arts and sorcery and magic. He's a master combatant and martial artist. He can uh, manipulate energy and summon demons. He can teleport, 
He can transmutate uh, super reflexes and chronokinesis, which is control over time. Um, he can dodge bullets. He went head-to-head -head with Mephisto and Loki. He has defeated Nightmare and the Inbetweener, and he took on the entire New Avengers team and beat them in Bendis' run. So he is not someone to shake a stick at. Um, Scarlet Witch, on the other hand, and feel free to fill in gaps if I'm leaving anything out across, but Scarlet Witch, on the other hand, is the Scarlet Witch. She is a master of chaos magic. She also has astral projection. She also has chronokinesis. She's clairvoyant. She can manipulate energy. She can absorb energy, flight, healing, projection. She can manipulate elements. She's also known to raise the dead, necromancy. She is a telepath, and she has telekinesis as well. So um, as, as most all of you who are here know, she removed 90% of the mutants from the world from existence with just saying no more mutants. She created, basically, uh, her, her children, Wiccan and Speed, obviously with a bit of help, but she did it. Um, she's resurrected Wonder, Wonder Man. She's taken on the Avengers all alone. She's beat Namor and the Atlanteans, and she's beat the Dark Phoenix uh, with, help, with the help of another mutant, but she basically killed the, the Dark Phoenix. I'm sorry, I'm listening to what you're saying, but I'm reading chat as well, and this is going off hysterically. As is, like, I give the wind to the pooch because the reason the dog would eat the duck. And it's super... <laughs> DKA saying it's we supernatural. Super geeky. Yeah. <laughs> DKA saying it's supernatural duck hunt. Oh my and God. yeah, Locke, that started off with Locke basically saying, I want to do a Howard the Duck fight. <laughs> That's how we got here. Uh, duck Mamu, I've come to bargain. <laughs> Yeah, there's always like, I could give this to Howard, I must be honest. I think Scarlet Pooch takes it. Um in the dog's eyes that just makes it more <laughs> Yeah, so this was definitely an interesting fight to look up. Yeah. Um So looking at it just um I looked at Howard the Duck when I first did this research, just in case like what do we know about Howard the Duck and his appearances? Literally, being Howard the Duck adds nothing to this fight except the fact he's Howard the Duck. He has no <laughs> abilities, no powers, no nothing. He's literally just a being from another world trapped in Marvel 616. I'm trying to recall that awful 90s movie. Like, what Don't. did he add? What did he add? He didn't add anything. He knows how to do quack foo. Quack foo, that's right. <laughs> I love that movie was, was awful. Oh, I'm like... You had what's her face, Leah? What's it from Back to the Future and Tim yeah, Robbins? Yeah, yeah. And Tim Robbins both in that movie. And like, what are you two? What are you two doing in Howard the Duck? Please no. And um, so, literally, all his powers come down to the fact of that he's Sorcerer Supreme. That is literally the only power he's got. Uh, receives most of his powers from the mystical, like, uh, godlike beings of Ashanti. Um, he channels their power through mystical artifacts such as the Eye of Agamotto, which most people know of thanks to the movies. Can radiate light, probe minds, open dimensional portals, pierce illusions, and expose deceptions. Uh, flight via his cloak of levitation. Excuse me. He has the Orb of Agamotto, uh, can, so he can see into other dimensions. The Book of Ashanti can astral project, cast illusions, time travel, interdimensional travel. Matter manipulation, thought projection, telepathy, telekinesis, force fields, invisibility, and phasing. 
Scarlet Pooch. Um, <clears throat> taking it as she is just the Scarlet Witch of that um, Earth, just the exact yeah. same. And the most powerful witch on the planet. Magic imbued by Cthon, the Chaos Magic. Um, obviously through the Dark Hold, which if you've seen One Division, you know an idea of the Dark Hold, the controls of the Chaos Magic. Probability manipulation change things in her favor, which I didn't know about until I did this research, actually. Yeah, I didn't know about that. <clears throat> Wanda has probability manipulation, so like she can change the probability. Kind of like Domino, in a sense how she has like that luck mutant ability. She can probability change the probability of something. I'm oh, sorry, I gotta call this comment out. Uh, this was a world-class comment by Isaac from Affinity Bros. He said, Ducks and Major summon a giant tennis ball or a stick to distract Scarlet Pooch. I mean... That would be a winner. That's, I mean, why not? This and, and it's over. We have a duck it's versus over. a dog. Why not have that be the ending of? <laughs> um, but she can also do teleportation herself and others, slow down time, matter manipulating, manation, uh, resurrection. She has ability to create pocket dimensions, powers to cause seismic quakes. If her powers are strong enough, they can cause seismic quakes. Uh, can knock over buildings with just a hand swipe, move rock slides. Um, along with Hope Summers, another really powerful uh, mutant, the two of them alone were able to defeat the Phoenix Force and powered Cyclops together. Um, Scarlet Witch versus Hope Summers, the two of them again mentioned, um, is considered a world-ending threat if the two of them had to ever fight because of the power level. She's blocked lightning from Thor, launched him out of a battle that she had with him. She's defeated She-Hulk, along with fellow sorcerers, which does include um, Doctor Strange as well, uh, was able to wish away a celestial. Mm. Uh, can rewrite reality, which we've seen when she created the House of M universe, and as you mentioned, the No More Mutants one. Um, which, I'd like to point out for the No More Mutants, she wiped out 95% of mutants' abilities didn't kill them, literally just rewrote their DNA hmm. and able to wish someone out of existence which if you read prior to the House of M stuff, the Avengers disassembled line yeah. she literally wishes people out of existence she literally, there's, if you look at the pages of Hawkeye who gets wished out of existence it literally looks like the snap Yeah, he like just fades and just starts to break apart and, and nothingness <clears throat> so who you got? the duck or the so dog? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the dog. I, the only thing that would give, the only thing that would make this even a little bit of a fight is Doctor Strange's experience with magic. Um, I, I think he might be able to give her a run for her money. He's just a little bit at the beginning, but I think, it, you know, and I think they kind of alluded to this a little bit in WandaVision, but even in the comics as well. Like, she doesn't need to know how to use magic to use it. She just uses it. Like, even when she's unstable, she can just use ridiculously high levels of magic. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that's what it comes down to for it, is it's, it's the equivalent of, like, when you've got the person who can play a musical instrument, and you've got the person who studies and practices and does all this stuff, versus the person who's just naturally talented. Yeah. Is it better to be the studier, or is it better to be the natural heart, the natural raw power? Yeah. Because that's the thing, because like, Doctor Strange can do all this stuff, but he has studied and learned it all. Mm -hmm. Wanda, I think, does stuff through 
from her heart. She does stuff through raw power. She doesn't even fully yeah. understand it sometimes. And I think that's the thing is like, if she had that training, it one hundred percent be her. But it's a case I think of: do you give it to someone with experience and training, or someone with the raw power? Because her raw power is great, but I don't know if her knowledge is on the level of Doctor Strange. See, I'm gonna. Ha- I, I still, I still have to give it to her. Like, I, I get what you're saying, and it's a tough one. Um, but I, I just think her level of power, even not, not even her highest level of power, but just her level of power, <clears throat> is so much above Doctor Strange. Yeah, I... even if, <clears throat> even if, even if he uses a mistake that she makes against her, I feel like just her power level alone will, would overcome that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'd say as well. Um, how did Howard did survive the big explosion in the collector shop in Guardians of the Galaxy? He seemed in good health. Um, hey, Humor, how is it going? Welcome on in. I don't know. I kind of have to sit on the fence with this one. I'll be honest, because it it depends on the situation. Like, if it's just power versus power, without a doubt, Scarlet Pooch gets it. Without a doubt. But the experience of Strange Dog, I don't know if that would how that would factor in then again also maybe I do have to give it to Scarlet Pitch actually because I need to then factor in that it's not the experience of Doctor Strange it's experience of Howard the Duck as a Sorcerer Supreme and I don't know if he's going to be as well versed as we've seen Stephen Strange being if you know Howard's character he's probably not yeah but he knows Quack Fu though he knows Quack Fu I probably have to give it to Scarlet Pitch in this one as much as I'm like as much as there's more like questions I would need answered to give a proper thing is like if I'm going to have to choose I have to say Scarlet Pooch that's been my yeah. choice Yeah. alright we are at the halfway point of the fights now this I'm one gonna the, I'm going to run to the restroom real quick if you want to give a rundown of the next one yeah. this one is one that I chose and this is one that I have been waiting for we have got Nightwing versus Daredevil Nightwing Dick Grayson the former Robin uh, turned superhero in his own right versus the man without fear. This fight is more I research I did, the closer this fight got. Hey, official dog two five four, welcome on in. Um, this fight is one that when I started researching it, I'm like I started. I thought it was going to be a good fight before, and as I started realizing it, like it's it's a lot closer than I could have imagined <clears throat> so I'm, I want to do the rundown of the characters but I kind of want to wait to Nitro so I can go through the characters and give him the info too um, so off the top of your head who do you think you got Nightwing or Daredevil who do you think off the top of your head cool. I was waiting for you to come back before I ran through everything because I want to make sure yeah, you get yeah, the yeah. info as well <clears throat> So I was saying to everyone, like, I feel like this, the more I researched this, the closer this fight got in my yeah. head. Like, I feel like the more research I did, I'm like... It's pretty one-sided for me, so I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to hear what you have to say. Oh, you didn't break it official, don't worry. That's just the, the shout-outs. The VSO is all the shout-outs for the people who are volunteering to help with us today during our 12-hour stream. Um, so yeah, there's a whole bunch of it. Official Dog 254 coming in with that host, making our... Our little man Zemo do his dance. Oh. Thank you so much. Yeah, so small saying initial thoughts asked who's your initial like off the top of your head, who do you think takes it? And she's saying top of her head, Daredevil. But it is a tough one. I'm like, yeah, this is this is probably the closest fight on our card. Yeah. 
like am uh, I... all right I'll, I'll say this before you dive into the before you dive into the stuff mm -hmm. i on the surface they are almost literally the same thing they're they're the same type of hero i think like almost even with the same type of weapons to be honest both athletic both yeah. good at acrobats acrobatics yeah. both uh, men without fear can do amazing feats of agility I one just... uses a scream of sticks one has his um his boogie club it's like they're so similar in a lot of yeah, ways they're super similar this is a really really good one i all right yeah you, i'm sorry i'm getting ahead of myself if yeah. you want to run through this stuff no yeah. right rko coming in saying nightwing all night so i've got a vote for nightwing a vote mm. for daredevil see that was my thing off the top of my head i thought daredevil I thought his ability would just be too much for it, but when I started reading on Dick Grayson, Nightwing, who if anyone doesn't know, Nightwing is one of my favourite characters. I love him, Jason Todd, and Tim Drake, the Robins. Um, there you go. Uh, drinking juicy ASMR for you. Um, so, let me run through this. So, Nightwing, obviously Dick Grayson, the original Robin. Um, he's been influenced by both Batman and Superman. So he's had training from Batman from a young age. Um, also, though he is influenced heavily like uh, by Superman in terms of his personality, in terms of his morals, in terms of his compass, even the name Nightwing comes from a story that Superman told him of a hero on Krypton who fought for justice called Nightwing. So the taking on, the taking on of his mantle is actually uh, to both of his kind of heroes and father figures. <coughs> you know? Uh, Dick Grayson is often considered like the better version of Batman in a sense of like because Batman is still ran by his trauma, mm -hmm. and his whole thing of taking Dick Grayson in was to make sure he didn't get overcome with his trauma and became a better hero, and even feels like he did that. Um, he did become Batman for a short time when um, Batman died. Um, it's like and there was a fight for the kill. Dick Grayson's the one who took on the responsibility. Um, experience as a leader, leading both the Teen Titans and the Titans. Um, after initial six months of training, before he was allowed to go out and become Robin, he had to spend a whole night in Gotham hiding without Batman finding him to prove that he was ready. Which obviously he did do, and obviously is not an easy feat. Uh, grew up training in acrobatics, one of the best acrobats and gymnasts in all of comics, not just Marvel, in all of comics. Trained by Batman and all the stuff that Batman trains, a master of multiple forms of martial arts. Basically, anything that Batman's learned, you can basically assume that Dick Grayson at least has a, an idea of it, if not the same. He's at peak physical human condition, has a genius level intellect, has amazing willpower to the point of he was at one point considered as a bearer for the Green Lantern ring that Abin Sewer um, had that went to Hal Jordan. So he's such great willpower, he was considered for that. Um, his suit, although it looks like just um, Lycra, is actually light armor costume, which um, is light sensitive and can change depending how light the area is to help hide him. Um, weapons that he carries are his Screamer Sticks, obviously, are his main ones for fighting with. Um, has a grappling gun that he carries and wingdings, which are his batarangs. Going over to Daredevil's side, he's the man without fear. Weapons to counteract um, Nightwing is his Billy Club, obviously. His intellect level is a law degree. Um, he also has the ability to retain info easily, possibly due to the radiation that he from um, when he got his powers. 
until like they studied at Columbia. Um, obviously, most people know he went through the uh, where he got the radioactive stuff into his eyes during trying to save a blind man's life, and it gave him his abilities. He has superhuman senses, so superhuman um, hearing, smell, taste, and touch. They're all heightened at amazing levels, um, as well as his radar sense. Trained by Stick, a blind ninja master, who most of you know if you've seen the Daredevil show. Uh, trained him in martial arts abilities and his radar sense. So it's like his radar sense might not be due to his abilities from um, from his powers. It might be something that he picked up due to training with Stick. Just obviously his um, powers factor into that. Um, his super hearing can hear a heartbeat over 20 feet away. And people whisper through a soundproof wall. His super touch can feel ink on the page, allowing him to read by touch and feel heat and pressure changes from people. His super smell can focus on the smell of a person and follow them through a crowd while being 50 feet away. Can smell gunpowder from a sniper rifle three blocks away. His agility, his sensory organs and inner ear are highly developed, allowing acrobatic feats that an Olympic level athlete could perform. Um, only thing with that, um, he is obviously vulnerable to excessive sound, smell, touch, whatever. Like those being overwhelmed are a massive issue for him. And then also he is limited by vision things. Like he can use his radar to pick up stuff, but he literally, like for example, limited by vision. I mean, like he can't look at something and necessarily tell you the color of it. He can feel the light radiating off of stuff. To tell what the color is and be able to send stuff but actually picking stuff out by sight he doesn't have a way around that the radar ability just kind of gives him other options so that's the rundown of nightwing and daredevil all right so uh, one of the fun one of the funniest things that i read while i was researching nightwing was that he once solved four cases of america's most wanted while eating breakfast I was like, that's so random, but that's hilarious. Yeah, that's that genius level intellect coming in. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. Alright, so I will say this. You know, hearing hearing you just read Daredevil's weaknesses makes may make me make me falter on this a bit. And you might I might lose your friendship over this, but I I, I think it edges out with Daredevil, in my opinion. Um and the only reason I say that is just his his super senses, man. Uh, I don't know. Like, I feel like fighting wise, I, I'm, I'm going to have to disagree with the art, real RKO. I, I feel like um, no weapons, just hand to hand. I feel like each person could hold their own. I don't feel like one person. I don't yeah. know if one person has a significant advantage over the other. Um, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I could be wrong. I think that's I, a. See, that was my thing in researching it. Like, off the top of my head, I was like, yeah, Daredevil must take it. But it's like, but even DK, DK is saying that. It's like, Olympic gymnast beat circus gymnast. And I'm like, yeah, he's an Olympic level gymnast. But Grayson started out as a circus gymnast. He is now, like, one of the best gymnasts in comics. Like, he could put yeah. them to shame. He has a genius level intellect. Daredevil only has his law degree intellect. It's not at that level of a genius level intellect. It's not in that sort of stage. The big factor I think is the powers and mm -hmm. the fact of like his senses and my thing is like but if you can overwhelm those senses 
you even you even the playing field and it's like yeah, i think nightwing thing. is the better all-rounded like I think, without a doubt, like even off the top of my head, before I researched it, Nightwing's the better strategist. He's a better off the cuff person. Daredevil's not a massive strategist with this sort of stuff. Even if you've right, watched so here, the Netflix show, you can tell. Here, here's a here's a thing that we need to figure out. So, are we going on the on the predication that Nightwing knows Daredevil's abilities, knows how he has his abilities? Because if that's the case, then yeah, I think Nightwing. I think there's no question Nightwing wins it because I think it, he could easily use Daredevil's weaknesses against him. I think I don't think he I don't think he even necessarily needs to know them up front, but I think it's something that he could learn. Yeah. Like I think during the fight, it's like it's a genius level intellect. Think of how Batman works stuff out. It's a similar thing. While fighting him, he's going to something gives for a second, and he's going to jump on it. Yeah, and but it's that, like but there's no guarantee of that. It's like I. This is this is a gripe that I have, and I think Locksteady kind of talked about it a little bit. I feel like the Bat family as a whole gets a trump card. Oh no, no, no! Locke, I... to, to use Locke's phraseology, like yeah, is there prep time? Oh yeah, Batman could beat Superman. No, he couldn't. Never. It's just it, it, in in real life. If they existed in real life, Superman would murder him in a half a second. Oh yeah, in absolutely, absolutely. I. I'm very much to that case as well. Like, I hate the whole Trump card of like he's Batman and with enough prep time he can beat anyone. Yeah. No, he can't. Like we see that in like the Button comic where Zoom like starts to beat the crap out of him. Like yeah. he's in a room with a super speedster, he's going to lose. He's yeah. just a guy. So by no means am I pulling out like it's the Batman Trump card. It's like I'm using that as an explanation because to try and explain mm -hmm. where I'm coming from with this. Yeah. The thought in my head is more a case of like it's actually from the Daredevil movie. The thought mm -hmm. of like Bullseye versus Daredevil. And Daredevil's like kicking his butt basically throughout the whole thing, mm -hmm. and then makes a loud noise, and Daredevil reacts. Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. And like, so like, I mean, like, if I was fighting Daredevil and I made a noise like that, and it's like, and it started, you know, like I banged something off or something loud, and it echoed and it threw him a little bit, mm -hmm. I would rattle that thing until I had no more energy left to rattle it to throw him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like that's the thing of like that, but because. Uh, Dick Grayson is a genius level intellect, which I'm not making up. He is. It's like there's a possibility of him picking up on that. He's also a trained detective as well, and I don't mean that as in like, oh, he's trained with Batman. I mean, no, he was literally a detective at one point. That was a job he had at one point was a detective. Mm -hmm. It's like he might be able to pick up on stuff like that during the fight. He might be able to yeah. pick up on ideals. So yeah, by no means am I trying to pull the Batman, the Bat Family <laughs> win Trump card. I hate that Trump card. I love Grant Morrison, but his whole crap of Batman could be anyone as Bull, and he should yeah. know that. I'm like, I'm sorry, he's a dude with gadgets. That's not a Pretty get out much. of Trump. He's a rich guy with gadgets. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's like I, I'm not for that Trump. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, I'm a complete Nightwing fanboy. I think Nightwing is better than Batman. I think he is the more refined, better version of him because he is an actual better hero. Um, exactly yeah. like flashbangs do flash but they also bang exactly it's like a nightwing also is known for carrying gadgets as well I, I if he has something point, that does that you know i think to your point if he identifies his weaknesses nightwing wins hands down yeah i no think no question about it my my point is if the fight happens in such a way where he doesn't realize how daredevil uses his abilities <clears throat> i i don't think is as it's as cut and dry yeah, I think that's the thing. I think the abilities definitely give him the edge. I think that's definitely the edge for Daredevil in that. 
But at the same time, I don't think it's an out and out right win for Daredevil as much as people would think initially. I think it's a much closer fight than people would think. I mean, like oh, I, I like I would love to see these two go at it. Like that fight would be phenomenal. Yeah. Like and you want to talk about a fight that would go for days? That one would probably go for days at a freaking standstill. That'd be one of the fights in comics where they fight to a standstill and then decide, okay, let's just team up. Okay. That's a good point. So yeah. Lockstead, he basically said, no amount no amount of watching Daredevil do what he do, do what he does will will make him realize that he, he can hear his heartbeat. <laughs> that's it as well. And I think that's another factor to it as well. It depends how well Daredevil uses his abilities. Yeah, that, and that's the thing. Because Daredevil has got this, it's kind of got a two-tone for that. He's kind of got the side of him who will use his abilities and use his strategy a little bit. But he also has a bit of a jump-in mentality depending on the situation. Because, like, he's not dumb either. Like, Yeah, oh, no, 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 night, no. If he realizes that Nightwing is picking up on, oh, he realizes that I can do this stuff, he's going to change his approach. Yeah, you know? I... I would probably have to say, yeah, I probably have to agree. I think Daredevil could possibly take it. But if he did, it would only be just. All right, like, so here's my thing. If if Nightwing is able to detect how Daredevil uses his, his abilities, at least in in part, not even how he completely does it, but in part, yeah, I think he could win, like, no question. But if he delays, or if he can't identify, like, you know, all of it or most of it, I, 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 I think Daredevil edges out, man. I think his superhuman abilities, his super senses edge this fight out in his favor. Yeah, I got to say that. It depends on the scenario, but I would say, yeah. top of my head, probably Daredevil just... And, and it begrudges me to even say that. I'm a huge <laughs> Nightwing fan. But yeah. yeah, I will concede his powers probably make a difference, but I also put forward that that it could very easily swing the other way. This is without so we're a doubt. Saying both. We're saying both. Yeah, this could it depends on what happens during the fight and how they both play it out. I think this yeah. is this is one hundred percent the closest fight on here, and this is probably the only one I don't have a a definitive answer. Like I could listen to arguments and you could honestly tell me both. Yeah. Like So I think it would yeah, depend I mean, on I happen. think I think there's a there's a fair point for either one of them making it again yeah. it just depends on the situation yeah and this is this is exactly why we do the research for the square goal because some of these can be a lot closer than you think mm -hmm. like i read up in some of these and i thought that'd be a cool fight and then i went no that person wins that's not a fight <laughs> other ones like yeah. this it's like that i think this person would win i'm like oh that might be closer than i would think yeah all right so we'll say kind of both edging towards daredevil on that one our next fight this is one that i'm kind of proud of that i came up with i'm not gonna lie Number five from Umbrella Academy versus the Taskmaster. <laughs> All right, I don't know a whole lot about number five. This is me deep dive, my comic deep dive fight for the <laughs> for the show. I don't know about a whole lot about number five, so I'm gonna let you take this one. All right. So anyone who knows number five, if you don't know him from the comics, chances are you might know him from the TV show Umbrella Academy. We are taking the comic book iteration of him in this. Yeah. So anyone who doesn't know his background, um, he was one of forty-three babies randomly born to women, um, who had not been pregnant that day. When the day started, they hadn't been pregnant, and it was somehow linked to a wrestler beating a space squid in a wrestling match. Don't know how. It was just what happened, and then they were born. <laughs> <laughs> but number five was adopted by Sir Reginald Hargreaves and inducted into the Umbrella Academy. 
Um, he has the ability to travel through time. Um, he he ends up um, doing a jump and actually pushing himself into the future by 30 years and ends up arriving in the apocalypse. The problem is that number five can only jump forward in time. Or at least he's only got the schematics for that. So he gets into the future and basically lives 60 years in the future on his own. And trying to work out how to get back in time. While he's there, he ends up getting picked up by the Temps Eternalis, I think is how you say it. Is basically an organization that try and keep the timeline um, in place as it should be. While he's there, they teach him how to use his ability so that he can micro jump. So that it makes it look like he's moving at incredibly fast speeds. So he can look like he's moving at flash speeds by micro jumping um, his time travel ability. Um, he also time managed to time travel back to his family uh, when the apocalypse was meant to be when they were all adults. So he's now... An issue that he had with that is it put him in his 10-year-old body. So he's now like a 60-plus-year-old man yeah. with all this experience in the body of a 10-year-old. Um, the thing is, going to the future also drove him a little bit insane, being on his own for that long. Also, the Temps Eternalis also captured him and modified him. They mixed his DNA with that of numerous serial killers from throughout history to make him into the perfect killer and he has a hundred percent success rate he has a kill rate of up to a hundred percent and they eventually left him internalis when his next um hit was to basically kill president kennedy mm. from the grassy knoll and he also becomes a gun for hire later on and by the third volume of the comics and he's basically a hired hitman so it's like he has basically the most perfectly built assassin in the yeah. body of a 10-year-old with the ability who can time travel. <laughs> who can time travel and use that to make it look like he's moving at super speed. Yeah. Also, he has a rather big addiction to coffee and also getting drunk. Can he does he he has teleport ability, right? I mean, I guess if you if you run fast enough, it'll look like a teleport. But... He doesn't have teleport ability, but he can okay. do... But that's what the micro jumps are. He can micro jump. Yeah. So it looks like he's moving at super speed. But he's actually micro jumping like short, like second bursts into the future. And like, I, I do think we should point out how strong he is. Uh, oh, like yeah. He, he's ridiculously strong. Like He, he is ridiculously strong. He, Basically, when he, went, when he went rogue from Temp Internalis... He went rogue from them and they basically had to hunt him down because he's their best killer and he's out there doing his own thing now. They sent 30 of their best arm-trained guards after him and he murdered them all. Yeah, he he's took taken them out all rooms out. of assassins like, with ease. He's punched holes in people's head with his fist. He's crushed robot heads with his fists. Like He's incredibly strong. Yeah, it's like he's been hyped up with these things. He's also a master marksman, is a master of weaponry of all sorts. Like, yeah. like he is a full-blown trained assassin. Mm -hmm. Like, to the fullest extent, like, you know what I mean? His 100% success rate is no joke. He was their top agent. And I decided to pit him up against Taskmaster. Oh, shoot. Taskmaster, also known as Tony Masters, a former S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, Known for his photographic reflexes, as he calls it. 
um, which he also enhanced. I kind of found different backgrounds of that, of like whether mm-hmm. he took a serum that gave him that, yeah, um, or whether they he had it initially and it, it enhanced it. Um, but basically, he took a serum that a scientist was working on to enhance short-term memory exponentially. Uh, this also, unfortunately, dampened his long-term memory. But now he can observe the movements of another person very quickly and copy them perfectly. He studied numerous superheroes, martial arts experts, weapons experts, um, to learn movements and predict what the people he's fighting will do. So not only can he copy their movements exactly, not only can he learn new abilities through watching that, he can also use it to predict what they're going to do next. So like if he studies Captain America, he can predict what Captain America's next movements are likely to be. Yeah. Um, his superhuman reaction times... Um, also uses ability as a to be a mentor and a teacher, training uh, villains and henchmen how to fight superheroes. Trained with Buddhist monks and an arcane meditation technique to slow his heart rate and breathing so he could survive without oxygen for extended periods of time. And when I say extended period, I mean like ridiculous lengths of time. Um, well versed in many weapons, especially operates with his sword, shield and bow and arrow. That he carries but is a master weapons expert with pretty much anything incredible marksman master strategist master survival skills and most of his ability comes from predicting opponents next move so his downfall would be uh, opponents have unpredictable fighting style can cause him issues that's why he has trouble with people like deadpool and because deadpool is like so unpredictable even he doesn't know what he's going to do yeah Oh, Ahmed's in the chat. Nice to see you, Ahmed Alamin, one of our hey, creators, one of the creators that were giving away his comics later on in the show. Um, yeah, they made number five a bit weaker in the show. Like in the comic version, he's nuts. Like he's like full blown little psycho. Um, and also as well, Taskmaster only has so much memory. So anytime he has to learn a new ability, it can push more long term memories out. Like he said, moments of forgetting that he's married, forgetting that he, what his job used to be, forgetting his name. Um, he has been able to um, relearn that information and um, his wife at times has helped him remember who he is and their marriage and stuff but it's like the first stuff to go anything that's long term basis disappears so who you got chat number 5 or the taskmaster this is a tough one man um, I will say uh, all right, so one more thing that I wanted to call out for Taskmaster. Sorry, my brain's all over the place. Yeah, no so, worries, man. Like, no worries. Because he's able to copy the styles, the fighting styles, like immediately of people. Like, I don't know if you call this out, but Shang Chi, ninjas, the Winter Soldier, Captain mm. America, Daredevil, Iron Fist. He has all of their fighting styles memorized. Yeah, like, he can fight identical to every single one of them. Yeah, that's how he taught himself martial arts and stuff. Like, even not even from watching people. Like, when he first started learning that stuff, he started um, watching just videos of martial artists and he could copy their ability. You know, so he's. So, yeah, he can pick it up just from that vision. He's picked it up from some of the best there is. So, I mean, that being said, somebody called it out in chat and I forgot who it was. I'm sorry. It might have been RKO, but I feel like I have number five as, as the victor and I feel like just the sole fact that he can time travel like the taskmaster can't he can't emulate <laughs> something i'm sorry i just read small's comment i'm thinking this one like... by some point taskmaster's just gonna forget he's in a fight 
Um, I mean, just the fact that he can time travel, I think. Yeah. I think he's. I think he's the winner. That's the thing because, like, Taskmaster, one of his downfalls is like he can copy abilities, like he can like copy a movement of Captain America. He that does abilities though. That doesn't mean he can like if Captain America launches something. That means he can copy the throwing technique, but he can't copy the strength. So yeah. he can't copy like the super soldier serum. So he might be able to copy and kind of predict where number five is going to go. But one, he's using his time travel ability to, excuse me, to basically use super speed, making him harder to predict. But Taskmaster cannot keep up with the time travel. He cannot copy that ability. Yeah. So number five literally has that. Also as well, I've got to point out like, when it comes to killing an opponent, like number five has no issues with killing an opponent and has a hundred percent success rate when he has tried to kill someone, he's killed them. Taskmaster does not. Yeah. When he goes after people, he has been defeated. He's been defeated by less powerful people than five. So I think just down to the yeah, depending how many cups of coffee he drinks as well, yeah. Yeah, I think I think uh, as, I don't as, know if it's an easy fight, but I think number five definitely wins this. No, I think it would be a tough fight. I don't think it's going to go easy to him, but one hundred percent, I think five gets this one. Number five, agreed. Is like he's just the training he's got. Like he has like genetically been altered to be the perfect killer, mm-hmm. and it's like I just I don't think Taskmaster's on his level. Agreed. Don't get me wrong, Taskmaster is a phenomenal character. Uh, do you guys think about the Batman Fortnite crossover? Hey, Yankee, how is it going, Yankee Benny? I have not seen the Batman Fortnite crossover. What is this? I did not what know that was a thing. you're talking of. Yeah. Yeah, and like, uh, just to go back to the fight, like, uh, Taskmaster has taken a direct hit from Luke Cage and a kick in the face from Black Panther. Like, he can take a hit. So, I, like I said, I don't think it's going to be a fast fight. It, I think it's going to be a brawl, but as soon as time travel comes into everything, you know, comes into it, it's it's over. Yeah. And I mean, I think that's it because it's like, it's how he uses the time travel ability as well. Because that's the thing. That's the thing with number five. He can only travel forward in time. Like, he less basically broke his body and turned himself back into a 10 year old trying to get back to his original time. Mm-hmm. Like, trying to travel back. So, it's like, it's always forward in time. So, it's not like he can just jump forward and, like, finish him off and jump back yeah. or jump forward and get something and it's also not like the tv show where he can just like teleport to they're giving him the ability to do time and space now literally in the comics it's just time travel mm-hmm. but the way he uses it to micro jump i think yeah yeah I, yeah i gotta get it to number five all right moving on to number six then this is another one from our community iron man versus deadpool all right, so uh, right off right off the bat, let's let's start with Deadpool. So everybody knows your favorite Merc with a mouth. <laughs> He's a product of Weapon X. Um, he was an assassin prior to entering the Weapon X program, uh, and he developed terminal cancer. Um, so he was subjected to a Weapon X program and gained an incredible healing factor. Mm. So he's basically give or take immortal. So you, yeah. you really, so the one thing I will call out though, based on off of what I researched, and it is canon because it's actually written in the comic. There is a there is a there's a spot where Wolverine says if you if you cut his head off, and it's not attached for 12 minutes, he will die, because the the oxygen will be cut off from his brain for 12 minutes, and he that's how you can kill him. So that is one clear 
canon way that Deadpool can be killed. So I was reading a lot of people who said Deadpool can't be killed. He can. That's one way, at least, that he can be killed. Because you can't drown him, because he'll just keep coming back. That'll just be torture for the rest of eternity. But um, you can cut his head off. If it's not reattached in 12 minutes, he will die. Yeah, and that's uh, the thing. And it's like, I think... I think that was a big thing coming into this. It depends what you're saying the fight is for. This this reminds me of when we talked about um, like Hulk versus Doomsday last time. Mm-hmm. It's like, is this a fight to defeat or a fight to death? Yeah. I think because I... that factors in stuff because like off the top of my head, I'm like, I think Iron Man, with his technology, with all of his stuff, could defeat Deadpool. But if it's a fight to the death, eventually Deadpool's going to win regardless. Oh, sorry about that, DKA. If one of our mods is there, can you, like, unblock yeah, DKA? Okay. <laughs> unblock DKA. Sorry, Skeets goes weird with posting links. Sorry about that, dude. Um, so... Yeah, it's not letting me do it for some reason. So DKA basically said, um, you can't uh, you can't plan for Deadpool because he has no plan. And that's not true. Just because Wolverine said it doesn't mean it's true. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, you could say that about a whole lot of stuff, though. Just because it's written in the comics doesn't mean it's true. Yeah, it's um, like, but then again, that's our only basis for stuff. And his ability is based on that. So it's like... Yeah. Uh, so I will say this. Somebody had called out... Um, Thanos giving him um, basically immortality. So I'm not. So that was a blip in Deadpool's life in the comics, right? So prior to that, he wasn't necessarily immortal. He had a ridiculous healing factor. Yeah. But then Thanos gave him immortality, and he legitimately was immortal. He could not die. Yeah. But then, but then it was taken away. Yeah, he took it back. That was taken away. Um. So I, I think either way, whether this is going to the death or just beating. I think Iron Man wins both times because I think and this is given given the canon idea that if you can remove Deadpool's head and keep it off for 12 minutes uh, if that is canon then I think well, it's an easy win well that's the thing though it's like I don't think it's if you're going just to defeat let's just do it to defeat because if you do it to death like Deadpool's going to win eventually you know for the most part if you take it even in that I think because like looking at his the stuff that Wilson that Wade Wilson's gone through, like he received military training, became an assassin from even a young age, and like you said, he went through the Weapon X program and received the healing ability. Although it did make him nuts, he has teleportation tech that he uses. He's proficient in pretty much most weaponry. One of the best assassins and mercenaries in comics. And some of the stuff that he's taken, he took a blast that destroyed a dam regenerated from a nuclear bomb regenerated from a punch from Hulk that blew him up and when I say blew him up I mean literally Hulk punched him and almost killed him and pretty much killed him and he came back and then Hulk punched him again and his body literally blew apart Uh, he regenerated from Thor electrocuting him and turning him to dust so like he's able to regenerate from practically anything yeah but it depends what you if you're doing it to death and eventually i think he gets it but if you're talking like a full-on attack like iron man because before we even get into the suits genius level intellect graduated mit with two master's degrees by the age of 19 was a founding member of the avengers 
has countless armors. Literally, the rest of his abilities was armors, and you can't even look them all up. And these armors that do count, by the way, do count as his abilities because he has ability to call his armors to assist. Yeah. And that's even just calling one armor. That's not even like in Iron Man 3 when he does like the house party protocol and calls everything. Dude, he built a suit of armor to fight a celestial. Yeah. Come on. Armor to fight a celestial. He's got his Hulk Buster, his Thor Buster that's powered by an Asgardian crystal, which stopped Mjolnir in midair. Just FYI. His Bleeding Edge armor made of nanotechs is actually in his skin. He's got his stealth armor, which is stealth tech. His God Killer Mark III space armor that can travel at warp speed. Um, his modular armor is... He's got so many armors for every situation. And I'm like, I'm just seeing Deadpool doing his thing. If, like, if Tony unleashed everything he had at him. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, Hulk's destroyed him, so all he has to do is put on the Hulkbuster armor and tear him apart. Yeah. Like, Hulk has literally tore Deadpool in half. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if you're talking to defeat, 100% Iron Man. I think Iron Man and his tech would just have the upper hand on it. If you're talking to death, I would give it to Deadpool. Because he has regenerated from so many things. He's regenerated from a nuclear bomb. He's regenerated from being turned to dust by Thor. He's regenerated from being blown apart by the Hulk and has came back. So if you're talking of that level, 100%, I would say. So, alright, so I think to defeat no question iron man i think to death again this is this is my maybe this is just my assumption so and i'm totally cool with that but going under the assumption that deadpool can die if he can't die then obviously he's gonna win Mm. but if he can die if there is a way to kill him i think iron man or tony stark rather with his intellect will figure out a way to do that and we will put it he will get it done because he can continue to keep killing him and keep beating him until he figures it out. Yeah, you know? I think that's the thing. It was like, I, that's the thing. I don't think there is a way that he could kill him though, because like going off of like not taking the stuff that Wolverine said about his power, taking Deadpool's as it is, and the mm-hmm. feats that we've seen happen to Deadpool, the man was literally turned to ash, and his body regrew. So if you're talking a fight to death, one hundred percent, like Deadpool gets us, like his body reconstituted itself from ash See, I, I don't agree i don't agree I, I i think at some point i think tony stark would figure out something that would that would kill him but like what though if you're talking to death what is i don't know what because i mean obviously i called out the only canon thing that you know that can but, kill him but it's not canon you're talking it's canon for wolverine deadpool's the healing factor is a different thing it works in different ways i'm calling out actual things that deadpool has survived and regrown from yeah. And his head is separate from his body if he's a pile of ash. It's separate if he's been blown up by Hulk. It's separate if he's been blown up by a nuclear bomb and reconstituted himself. The, the thing is, though, I can't say that Deadpool is immortal. Like, he can't die. I, you can't say that. You I, can't say that he's immortal because... No, you can't because he has died. He has died. But I'm saying, like, you don't have a thing to state that this is what he could do to beat him. If you're talking to the death, it comes down to Deadpool. Deadpool... Is going to survive, it's going to regenerate and going to come back. Kind of the same as like we talked about when we done the Doomsday Hulk fight. Doomsday is going to... Could lose to Hulk? Absolutely. But he's going to come back because that's his nature. That's what happens with the character. Yeah. I mean, I, I just I can't get with that. So, I mean, I think the fact that Deadpool has died means that he can die. 
if Tony's he can die and he will die if Iron Man fights him. Okay, I don't think we're gonna. Yeah, we're not gonna. I don't think we're gonna come here. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna come here in this one. He says Iron Man for the fight to the death. I would say Deadpool takes it, but I don't think we're gonna come to a conclusion in that one. That's that's the first one that we've disagreed with. That's the first one we've disagreed on. All right, so we're gonna go into our final fight then. Right. Our main event: God Emperor Doom versus Cosmic Spider Man. Electro mastery of a fight in the of two of the most powerful beings that have existed in Marvel comics. So this is a fun one. So I know you're a huge Doom fanboy. So you want to give us the rundown on God Emperor Doom because I haven't gotten there in the the Hickman run yet. So all right, let me give a rundown in Doom. And like, and if you're not a fanboy of Doom as well, then you're just doing life wrong. <laughs> I mean, I am. I am. I, I, I mean, he's like one of the one. best characters in <laughs> in comics. Just saying. So, God Emperor Doom, starting off as well without even going into his God-level powers. He is a genius-level intellect, one of the smartest men in the Marvel Universe. Apparently, stated before, his mind races as fast as a sophisticated computer. He managed to work out a power and use for vibranium that even the Wakandans couldn't work out. One of Marvel's best sorcerers, studied under Doctor Strange, and by Doctor Strange's own admission, was learning to do things that even he couldn't do. Um, and also sent one of the most powerful sorcerers in the Marvel Universe, Morgan Le Fay, back to the dawn of time. So a will, power, a will power strong enough to stand against Purple Man suggestions, if you know the Jessica Jones show. He is a power of will, probably one of the strongest in the Marvel Universe. His ability to deny psychics access to his mind. And that's all before the God level power comes in. So God Emperor Doom was created when Doctor Doom focused the powers of Molecule Man, one of the most powerful beings in the Marvel Universe, and Doctor Strange into himself, using that ability to destroy an army of Beyonders, who, if you know the Beyonder from the previous Secret Wars, the original 1984 one, um, he's basically the Beyonder they met there was basically a child compared to these Beyonders, and these were full adults who were like wiping out celestial beings through the multiverse. God Emperor Doom, basically with a wave of his hand, destroys them and takes the ability of the Beyonders. Uh, destroys the Beyonders, who um, destroyed the Living Tribunal, the second most powerful being in the multiverse in three shots. Doom basically wiped out these beings himself. Can destroy a normal human with a wave of his hand, which we see happening at the end of Secret Wars. He literally waves his hand and blows someone up. Punches into Thanos and um, and disintegrates his body. He literally punches through Thanos, grabs him by the spinal cord, and disintegrates his flesh and is left holding the skeleton of Thanos. That's, that's such an epic photo, though. Black Panther takes on the Infinity Gauntlet made up of infinity stones gathered from all the different worlds that Doom has made his world battle world with, so it's from all the multiverse, attacks Doom head on, and Doom literally blocks his punch with a gauntlet and destroys it. He literally comes in with a gauntlet full of multiversal stones that all work, starts to come in at him and he just catches it and literally destroys it. 
Um, also as well, this version of Doom killed a Phoenix Force Cyclops, which Phoenix Force, if anyone doesn't know, is one of the most powerful entities in the Marvel Universe. You're probably not from the X-Men movies. If that's the only place you know it, I feel sorry for you. There's so much better iterations of it. God Emperor Doom, like that's most of the big stuff we've got. I mean, God Emperor Doom has only been around briefly for that Secret Wars one. We've not seen him at that level. The only way he was defeated was when Molecule Man literally got Doom to admit that the world he created that he felt like Reed Richards could have done a better job. Which meant Molecule Man took his powers back from Doom and gave it to Reed. And made Doom less powerful. That's literally the only thing that stopped him. Yeah. No Except one could stand against him. Alright. You want to run down Cosmic Spider-Man then? His opponent for today? Sure. So, um... So, for those of you who don't know, Captain Universe, who uh, Captain Universe is not really one person. It's it's basically uh, the Una power empowers a person, and basically it's a manifestation of the universe itself. So that person becomes basically one of, if not the most powerful beings in the universe. Um, so as far as a list of the powers. So for him, he's granted the unit power, one of the strongest and most powerful beings in the universe, unlimited invulnerability, um, unlimited strength, power, all that good stuff. It's actually unlimited. So depending on who is wielding the unit power and depending on the need of the situation, that's the power, strength, etc. that's granted to that individual or being. Um, he has a Univision, which is kind of a cosmic consciousness. He can sense things on a subatomic level at great distances. Um, he can also force people to tell him the truth. He has unlimited strength. He can uh, manipulate matter. He can absorb and um, manipulate energy. He, he's uh, capable of traveling at the speed of light. He has God-level stamina, God-level strength. He can surpass powers of um, beings and mutants temporary or suppress rather. He can suppress people's powers temporarily. Um, and again, his power level depends on the host and needs of the occasion. Now, I don't, I, I, I did a lot of research. I didn't find a ton of like feats per se from Spider Man. Um, no, there's not. Spider Man, rather. I, yeah, there's not a lot from him because he only had the power briefly and they've never really dove into it that much in other comics or anything. Yeah, so, I mean, so just to go off ability levels. I'm going to be honest. So this was my fight. <laughs> I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. And I'm going to be honest. I, I don't know. I feel like, you know, after researching and hearing and all that stuff, I, mm. I feel like Doom would edge out, honestly. I, uh, I've got to agree. I've got to agree on Doom. And it's from one thing. like Because the big question for the Cosmic Spider-Man is the simple question of the cosmic powers, the unipower can create whatever the person needs it to be so if the big threat yeah. was god emperor doom could it counter that with some sort of ability but at the same time we we don't know yeah like the stuff we've seen it do i'm like is that the level of stuff it can do because he's like the guardian of the being eternity that's the whole thing of the uni power if he's on that level and that's the level of ability like we literally have got proof that God Emperor Doom wiped out the Beyonders, who took out the second strongest being in the multiverse in three shots. So I, I mean, and, I think it's and Doom wiped those out and has their power. 
So just in terms of that, that, that one act, I would say his cosmic level is higher than Cosmic Spider-Man. Yeah. So it's like he's likely to take the win there. Don't get me wrong, it would be a battle, but depending on like that counter, because we don't know what that it can provide stuff in whatever situation he needs actually looks like. And without knowing what he's capable of doing for that, I would have to say Doom. Yeah, I feel like God Emperor Doom comes close to being like legitimately the most powerful being in comics. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, right under <laughs> the one above all. And uh, obviously, right under Molecule Man, who's obviously able to take his powers away and stuff like that. But like, yeah, but like, just, just barely. <laughs> yeah, but God Emperor Doom is like, yeah, like, I, let's put it this way: if Molecule Man hadn't taken his powers away, Doom wouldn't have lost that power. Yeah, like, and he was yeah. already a threat on. He was already like a practically a cosmic level threat without these powers. Yeah, like it's scary how strong and how much ability Doom has. But with that in mind, it's like, yeah, I think God Emperor Doom takes this. Yeah, I. And I mean, look at look at him. He just looks like a badass. Look at that white outfit. <laughs> he looks awesome. Dude, Castle Spider Man looks pretty sweet too. Except the mouthpiece. That's kind of. I think the mouthpiece looks interesting. I like the hint of red. <laughs> I didn't realize till I did research that that wasn't just a red part of the costume. That's meant to be a for the mouth. The whoever's, uh, like Captain Universe. It just so happens he's got a mask on, <laughs> so it's the mask there. Yeah, not... that's right. That's true. Um. So like, but I think it looks cool. I like. I think. Don't get me wrong. It's a cool character. This is a really cool final fight. But I've got to give it to my boy Doom. I don't think. If you're talking God Emperor Doom, like up against most characters, there's very yeah. few characters you could have pitched for him to fight that I would have said would have beat him. Yeah. It's not it's not gonna be a tough fight. Like you could put him up against the one above all and I'd say that'd be a hell of a fight. And I yeah, don't even know who would come out in that, you know. Yeah, yeah, that would be a good fight too. <laughs> Just yeah. put him up against Jack Kirby. That would be that'd be pretty easy. Who who actually, if you look into Marvel history, is technically the one above all. True. Because in the Marvel history, Fantastic Four met the one above all, and it was Jack Kirby sitting at his desk drawing them. That's so right. technically, he, he is drawing. the one above all. Yeah, you're right. So let me go back to our. These were some good fights, man. This was an awesome fight card. I it, I love better this. than our last one, I think. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Only thing is now that we need to freaking up the game again. <laughs> 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 you do it again. 